we are live. Hello, everyone. This is the Fabulous Story Burchett. I am with the amazing, talented, extraordinary, fabulous, fearless coaching coach, Kelly Fox. Hey, Kelly. Hello. Well, thank you. <laughs> that was sure in a, an introduction. <laughs> well, hey, you're all about the fearless living thing, which is a lot of us can can definitely relate to fears that come through our lives and on this journey. And especially um, when we're really wanting to do something big in the world. And the other thing that we're doing with this interview is like Kelly is one of the co-authors in our soon to be published um, book, the sixth book in the Don't Be Invisible, Be Fabulous anthology series, the best-selling anthology series. Um, and it's the title of it and the theme of it. And I like to give people insight on how the themes come because they don't come in the beginning. So when Kelly joined the project, we didn't know what the theme was. And the theme gets started speaking to me from what each author has written. And I just think it's this title is just so appropriate um, and it's a mile in her shoes. And, and I really think that was just the most perfect thing ever because people can look at you today, Kelly, right? And they would not even imagine some of the things you have, um, have allowed yourself to overcome and be this woman today who's helping and impacting people, they wouldn't know it if, you know, without you telling your story. Right. Right. I think that's true about most of us. <laughs> and and that's, us. yeah, that's, I think why it's, um, it's probably better to be um, on the side of kind to people who may have a little bit of an attitude or a chip on their shoulders because we really don't know what people have gone through. And not everyone has um, progressed through their challenges as well as others. Perfectly said. And that's true. And the reason, you know, it, it really is everyone. But the thing is, and the reason I do the series is because I love the fact that women sharing a piece of their story because people can look at certain people and think there's no way. For some bizarre reason, there's this, 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 this energy that some people hold that think other people don't experience any kind of setbacks or obstacles because of how they show up in the world. And I wanted to really bring the stories together so women can hear from other people, not just my voice, but they can hear from your voice and all the other authors in this book um, to know, oh my gosh, if she was able to get through whatever the journey has been and still show up and decide and make decisions and choices, um, then, oh my gosh, yes, I can do. And so it's just a part of the ripple effect. And I think that's what your story allows um, readers to feel is, you know, you had, you had some things hit you, you know, in your lifetime, some not even by choice, you know, it's just like, just because you were born and this was the life journey, right? Absolutely. And I think that we do bring some of our challenges on ourselves <laughs> by choices we make. Um, but I think that we all do experience challenges that we had no control over. And it's how are we going to go forward from those? Are we going to choose to 
um, make something positive from it, learn a lesson, or are we going to get better or resentful or uh, stagnant? Yeah, you know, I, um, the one thing to let everybody know, I asked the authors when we were, when we get to the end project, but we'll talk about some of that before, you know, that, but I do ask everybody at the end to like, give me some insight on, you know, what this journey has meant for them. But I want to reference um, what you said your power quote is. Do you remember what you wrote? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, so Kelly said, I said, what is your power quote? And you wrote, you shine for yourself. Your shine for those who are waiting for permission to shine. You shine because your light is not only wanted, it is needed. And I wanted to go with that because that is, that just says everything. It's like, it's this, it's this thing that I think women need to know that it is not wanted. It is absolutely in the category of a need um, in this lifetime. It's a need. It's like to, to get past the stories and excuses of anything that holds you back. If you know you're here to do something big, that it's a need. It's needed. Someone needs your voice. Absolutely. Yeah. We are all definitely needed. We all have a purpose in the big story or family of life, but also a big impact on those directly around us. And I think that some of us may have the calling to affect Um, our families and some of us may have the calling to have an impact on a much bigger audience, but uh, each impact is important and needed. So I think that, um, you know, anytime you feel like you're holding yourself back or you're keeping yourself quiet or what I call playing small, um, you're denying those around you what they need. And if you can think of it as that, then you might be more willing to speak up or to shine your light uh, so that those around you can receive what it is that they need um, from you. Oh, yeah. So give some people some insight. So stepping into becoming an author, why? Why was that a thing for you? Well, I thought it was just, it was the a time in my life where it really was the next level for me. I was really wanting to step into that type of role so that I could um, somewhat establish, uh, you know, a name for myself and, and really claim that role of being uh, an expert of what I do. And really going to that level of visibility because that's what I teach people. I'm a visibility coach and I teach people to get past their fear and be visible. And so this was an opportunity for me to be extremely visible. And so I felt like it was the time for me to step up and, and take that step first and, um, hopefully influence others to then take that step to their next level of visibility. It may not be a book, (laughs) right? But it's 
it's something. It's something that they are being called to do. And maybe because they see me do it, they might be willing to then do their next step. Yeah, it's that whole shine thing. And you're right. What, you know, the power of becoming an author and and um, is that it gives you some instant credibility. Um, yeah. Mm-mm. It's a powerful thing. And to know, I mean, what I want to really say is like to not even take it for granted that, you know, people think they know so many people who are stepping to authors, but there's really in the scheme of people in the planet there's like a small percentage of people who have actually become authors. And so the credibility is huge. And then when people, you, you know, it gets you in the door sometimes when other things don't get you in the door. That was the thing I discovered. Very, I was very naive. I didn't even know what it was going to be like to be an author when I first, you know, stepped into the book I was a part of. Um, but it opened me up to so much more, um, people that got to find out who I was, what I was doing. And especially at that time, I mean, the thing of beauty is now when, you, when you're honed in and you know what you are doing, but even if you don't, like I didn't really, I mean, I was coaching, but I hadn't really got the the groove of it. To yeah. Um, but it still let me make an impact, you know? So it's like, you don't have to completely have it right. You just have to be willing to be a woman who's stepping into feminine leadership, wanting to make an impact and wanting to change lives. And the biggest thing, you know, because you do visibility too, you know, this whole thing, it is a huge place to say, I'm going to be visible as an author. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because um, I never felt real confident with my school smarts. Um, And so to be able to write my story in a way that hopefully makes sense and flows (laughs) to the people reading it was another risk that I stepped into, you know, of asking for help, of asking for people to read it, for asking people to proofread it, you know, um, to get, um, you know, to allow myself to be seen in that way as well, not just my story, but being exposed to possibly um, being seen as, you know, not as eloquent as I would like to be um, or have the vocabulary that I would like to have. And so it was another level of visibility. So there's there's multiple levels of visibility by doing this project. And it's it's not over. It's going to continue as um, as I promote this book, as people read this book, as I start to get feedback, um, you know, it's it's going to continue to be uh, new levels of visibility and new steps out of my comfort zone and more risks. Right. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. This is just, you know, this is just the first wave of of being visible when the book is published, when it's in people's hands, when people are reading it, all of that, what are they going to think about me? The whole thing, like you said, not, am I, you know, is it my words eloquent enough? You know, and one of the things that I really, you know, wanted this book to be, uh, the whole book project is to really showcase amazing women who have stepped up to be visible, step into being authors, step into sharing a piece of their story and doing it from a real raw 
place. You know, it's like, this is not a book for any type of level, not that it even exists, but it's, I just say it anyway, is there, there's no level of perfectionism in this project. This is a transformational journey and people can get transformed by reading another woman's story as we've all read other people's stories and books and we have some kind of, you know, insight or download or something that's, that gives us like, oh my gosh, you know, this was great information or, oh, it's so good to know that. You know, I remember years ago and it's, and because this is the power of telling a piece of your story, it's because you do, you can, you know, I remember when I was in direct sales company, um, after I left the corporate world and I remember hearing this one national and she shared something I had never heard her share before in any time she spoke. And I was like, oh, I mean, it was really like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. You know, it's like, you know, like, oh, okay. Relatable. It brings back the relatability. Um, and so I think you and the story you wrote and the insight of it all, um, which I don't, you don't know this yet because nobody knows the order in how their chapter shows up in the book because no one has seen their book yet. <laughs> um, is that you are, yeah, let me double check. I believe I should know, but let me confirm it. <laughs> like, like, not, like, I don't know the book, but I think you're the first author. You're the first story. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. You're the first story. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited by that. <laughs> I'm excited by that too. I mean, you know, I didn't know how it was going to really play itself out. I'm totally am guided with putting the book together and everything from that. But I was like, I thought it was just so appropriate. It was like, you know, to kick off with the with the woman who talks about fearless living to set the stage for the entire book is just kind of powerful. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. My story also starts when I'm 3. So <laughs> I think that some people um you know they're so unaware of how their fear affects them because it starts when we are so young and we don't know um, what it's like to live without it telling Ooh. us what to do or what not to do. We don't That's know what that cool. looks like or feels like. And so when you first start working with me or with Terry and I, because I also have a partner that I work with, um, you start to discover and become aware of how much fear really is in your life. Mm. And I think that that is one of the most powerful awarenesses that you can have because until you become aware, nothing is gonna change because you don't know that something needs to mm, or that it can be different than what it is right now. And, and then the second step is willingness. Are you willing to do something about that awareness? So uh, I love that we're starting with Fearless Living. Uh, it has definitely changed my life. And I've seen how it has changed so many other people's lives. Even just dipping your toe in it changes your life. Um, and so I'm excited to have uh, my story be the first in the book, for sure. Yeah. 
Well, you know, you, you said you touched on some really powerful things, you know, awareness, um, or fear, you know, fear having some role in who you are being until you begin to this place of awareness and you're like, oh my gosh, and you're able to look back and you're able to see, and then you like the willingness, you, you know, cause there becomes a decision. Do I continue, you know, holding on to fear in this way or do I let it go? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm don't know how much people feel about you that you your coaching is around fearlessness do they ever approach you thinking you you you've solved it like there never no more fears come for you do you get that from people um i think some people have the expectation that um those of us who have been doing fearless living for a long time don't have fears or that we're at some um level where we, uh, you know, are rarely affected by fear, but it really is not that way. <laughs> it is a daily choice, sometimes a minute by minute choice to uh, live in what we call freedom, which is the opposite of fear. And yes, I have skills and those skills are more ingrained in my uh, habits and behaviors yet it's still a choice that I'm making. And I think that as long as you're willing to continue to uh, make those choices, then you're doing just as well as I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, it's true. It is. It's a, you, you're right. It's a daily um, way of being, sometimes a minute, second, you know, like, to show up, to show up, to stay in the game, get setbacks, you know, things happen, even when you're doing great things in the world. I mean, we don't get to, we don't get to um, deviate from some obstacles or some things because I, you know, the, the thing like I'm this morning, my whole thing is, you know, the mantra has been, this is happening for me, not to me. This is happening for me, not to me, just so I can grow and be like, you know, if you've done all you can do on your part, then you just know, like, that's, that's all you can redo. You, that's all is required. Then you just trust the process and you just continue to step into being who you're here to be and doing what you're here to do. And that is really, I think too, you know, how I handle, you know, fearless living and really being free. Cause you know, Things can shut you down if you let it. You can just be like, okay, but you know that doesn't solve anything. And you think, what's the point? Nobody's life gets to be changed, so you just keep moving through it, and you get to a whole nother next level of beingness. So, how does that work for you? You know, going to your next level when you get to a place where you know, or can you tell, or can you feel when that next level is hitting you? Like, you know, you started off saying you knew being a part of the book and, and being becoming an author was a next level for you. Um, do you, do you still get those nudges where, you know, you're really being required to go to the next level, like where you've been playing is too safe. And now it's time to really tackle some more fear and go to the next place. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think if you are staying open and you're being aware of the possibilities that are around you, you're going to see 
those opportunities all the time. And it's a matter of, you know, really thinking about what your purpose is, what your mission is, and do those opportunities align with that? Mm. And if yes, then step into them. And that's a willingness, right? And a willingness to try something new, a willingness to do something that you don't know how to do, a willingness to ask for support in learning how to do it, right? So I'm constantly being asked to step into new things. And that may not be something as big as being an author. It may be learning a new um, way to use software to, um, you know, build our business even better or make things more, um, you know, standard operating procedure or, you know, um, upping our content sharing or, um, you know, different things like that. And I think that through this whole pandemic year, we really have, um, and I say we because a lot of what I'm doing right now, I do with my partner, Terry Sayre, and we call ourselves Fearless Generations. We're both fearless living coaches and she's my mom. And um, and so we have really stepped it up and we are um, we've really have gone to the next level with our business and offering even more things, going virtual with our workshops, going virtual with our group programs um, and extremely becoming more visible and loud and proud as coaches on social media. And every time I contact someone personally and invite them to something, that is me stepping up to another level. And it may be a tiny step, but I'm stepping up. I'm saying yes. I'm being willing to do something that is a little scary because there's the possibility of rejection, which no one likes, right? Um, But I'm doing it anyways. I'm saying yes to myself. I'm saying yes to my dreams. I'm saying yes to being willing to share what other people need to receive. And each time I do that, I am up leveling. Yeah. You know, I have to ask. So before um, we all entered into this global pandemic, um, and like you said, you were, you brought, you guys brought things online. So did, were you before just doing local or were people still finding you and coming in to do your workshops and your group programs are, and then when you went online and had to take, you know, you took everything online to still stay be, you know, in the game, would, did that then support you guys in really finding another group of people who didn't know about you and your mom and your business and what you do. And then they, they discovered you, did that what you found? Yeah, absolutely. And we used to do in-person workshops and we do really hope that we get back to doing in-person workshops because the energy is just amazing in a room, um, in person. Um, and then we took those and we changed them a little to work with the virtual atmosphere. Um, an all day workshop on zoom doesn't necessarily work for everyone, um, which it can in person. Um, and we actually didn't have a group coaching program before this 
um, bloomed and developed because of the pandemic and because we saw the need and because we um, were already out there being more visible, we thought, hey, I think we can do this and it can be successful. Yeah. And um, and so we stepped into that and we developed it and we enrolled people in it. Um, and for the last almost eight years, we've had a podcast. So we've had a national audience, but um, they don't necessarily then come into our workshops. But since we've gone virtual, we have had people from all over the United States. And even um, I have a client that lives in the Philippines. So it's um, and my mom has clients in Australia and Canada. So we yes, we are, you know, affecting a much larger demographic than we were before. And so we will continue to be online. Um, and and we kind of love that aspect that everybody got comfortable and it became normal to take a class online. Um, but we do, as I said before, we do really hope to um, have in-person workshops as well, because some of our workshops can't really transition to a virtual atmosphere. And we miss doing those ones. And yeah. so uh, we really want to be able to get back together. When we do that, that will be the question if people from all these different parts of you know, the, the country are willing to then come here and do a workshop or we will go back to local people coming oh i think you'll get people coming <laughs> they already have a taste of what you guys do so they will definitely come come that that's just i mean i think that would be amazing um so what else do you want to share about stepping into um the author journey I think I, I've shared bits and pieces of my story with uh, with my audience, however that might be, you know, social media or workshops or speaking events or, um, you know, I have a I have a group um, and I do a fundraiser every year for the suicide prevention task force in the county where I grew up. And because that's a part of my story. Um, when I was 15, my father committed suicide. And I that was another place where I stood up and became visible um, and speaking out for survivors and speaking out for those who no longer have a voice because they are not here and really trying to get support for um, the people who are there, you know, right when it happens for the families. And there's other parts of my story that I've shared. Um, the challenges of being a mom. I have six kids. So uh, a lot of challenges have come up and where you have this tendency to beat yourself up and not take care of yourself. And um, so I created a group for moms about being rock stars with our self-care. Um, and, and so I've shared parts of my story. Um, but the book is is like all of it in one place and bits and pieces that I haven't shared before. And, you know, things from high school, things from, like I said, when I was three and things from my marriage um, in the early stages. And and so someone can see the, the whole story. And that is 
um, that's cool. And also that's kind of nerve wracking that um, from, you know, now on my, my story from when I was three to 43 is in a, in a book that someone can read. <laughs> I know, isn't that amazing? I love it. It's the whole power of telling your story so someone else's life can be changed. A ripple effect. I think that's the most fabulous thing ever. Yeah. Um, because before social media, you know, you write a post and then it's gone, right? I mean, it's not gone. It's there, but nobody's seeing it anymore. Um, but a book, someone can go back and reference, right? Uh, a lot easier than going through your feed and finding your posts. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's it's super cool. And it really is exciting to know that I could possibly impact people for a long time with my story, not just for the couple of days that my post is visible. Yeah, it's, it's a lifelong journey. I mean, we're, we're stepping in this. Um, these stories, these books will be here after we leave the planet. Um, I know you probably read a lot of people's books who are, who, have, who, you know, have transitioned and no longer here and, and you still get the impact of what it, what that was that they created. And I, we're, we're a part of that. And that's what gives me so much joy. And I just have to say, you know, Kelly, thank you for being a part of book number six and sharing your story. I'm deeply grateful, um, to be uh, able to support you in becoming an author and telling a piece of your story. And um, I just can't wait till our book is out in the world so people can read it. Yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> I'm excited. And I, I thank you for the opportunity um, to be able to step into this role and to, you know, write down my story and, um, you know, really try to find the best way to share it to support someone else who has possibly experienced the same things or some of the same things I have. Yeah, is this is great. Thank you so much. And Kelly is now officially a Don't Be Invisible, Be Fabulous author. And our book will be coming out soon. And we will let you know when you can purchase it um, and get it. And um until we come back again, if you're still with us, we're doing our book launch today from 2 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. What time in your zone? Uh, it is uh, 12. 12, 12. 12 to 2. 12 to 2. 12 to Pacific 2. Standard Pacific. Time. Um, what? 1 to 3 Mountain. 2 to 4 Central. 3 to 5 Eastern. In other countries, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we will see you back later. We'll tell you some more stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll spill a lot of things on the in the book launch, just so you know some more behind the scenes of getting a book to life is quite a feat. But anyway, Kelly, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Hmm. All right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you later. <laughs>